my friends, this is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from your Belinda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. Uh, brought to you by ResurrectMinistry.com, where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel to every corner of the earth. Wouldn't that be awesome if we um, could reach people in the jungles of Malaysia and Indonesia and the deserts of Saudi Arabia? That'd be amazing. That's my goal. That's my passion. Yes. <laughs> what made you think of that? I just thought of how cool. all of the uh, hard to reach places and how the Lord's promise that um, we will share the gospel to the the ends of the earth so yeah i'm excited to be part of that i'd like to think so love that. i love that <laughs> and uh we have all kinds of interesting content i hope that you could find something that is new to you or helps in your walk with christ we love to hear from our audience because you know in an online ministry we have no direct contact with people that we're ministering to. So if you don't reach out and talk to us, we don't know that we are providing any service of benefit. So please drop us an email, send us a comment. Uh, and uh, we'd love to pray for you, whatever we could do. And if you care to partner with us, you can click the donate now button there. How about that? I forgot to put up our <laughs> resurrectministry.com. Resurrectministry.com. That's us. Happy 4th of July folks. Yes. Happy independence day. Happy independence day. Yeah. So we have, um, some folks downstairs. Yes, we may be rudely interrupted. Yeah, we uh, just so you know, I, I actually that would be awesome if they came up and were our studio audience. Oh, okay, kind of like Wheel of Fortune. Sure. <laughs> uh, just in case you hear, we are illegally lighting fireworks what? in our backyard. No, snugs, no, <laughs> no, they're just uh, sprinklers. Right? Yeah, 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 sprinklers. Was, sure. What do they call? What are those things called? <laughs> Sprinklers. They are called sprinklers? Yeah, I think sparklers. so. Sparklers. Sparklers. <laughs> the Persian and the Mexican. What are they called? Sprinklers? <laughs> I only let off M80s and firecrackers when I was a kid. <laughs> hey, Cindy, nice to see you. Hey, lady. She's one of my new partners uh, with, or one of my new founders with nice. uh, LifeWise. That's awesome. Yes. She just joined? Yeah, I had six people join just in the last 15 minutes. That is awesome. Yeah, so it's pretty funny. So what we're talking about is uh, LifeWise. There's a link down uh, in the description. Just go there. You have like an half an hour and you can join me as a founder for free. Um, so make sure and do that now. Uh, and then we'll figure I'll, I'll teach you more about it later on. Uh, but go down there and join right away. We had six people join just in the last like 15 minutes. That's awesome. It was pretty amazing. I, and I know none of them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Other than Cindy, you know. Uh, well, Lisa, I think Lisa's still there. I'm not sure. I'll talk to Lisa because she changed her little icon there. Uh, but happy Independence Day, Lisa. Nice to see you. Yes. Happy Independence and Day. And sprinklers. <laughs> right? Sparklers, yes. How do you guys like my new shirt? I used to be a deplorable, but now I have been promoted to ultra MAGA. <laughs> That's <laughs> so shirt. funny because they thought that name would insult us. The mega, yes, and we're I, like, actually, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I can't it's wait so to get ridiculous. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> All right, let's uh, read this devotional because we have a lot of scripture to get to, too. So uh, uh, we're reading from Charles Spurgeon. Uh, uh, morning by Morning is the name of the devotional. And it's July 4th, as we said. And the reference is John 17. Not relevant to Spurgeon, though. 17. No. Oh my gosh, it's so close to 1776. Right. Really not that close, but numbers. Yeah. <laughs> John 1717 says, Sanctify them by the truth. 
Amen. Now, this is going to be a little difficult. Charles is really trying to harm me with this reading today. So I may have an aneurysm as I'm reading it. Uh, from the pen of Charles Spurgeon, sanctification begins at the point of regeneration. The spirit of God instills into a person that new living truth by which he becomes a new creation in Christ. This work, which begins at new birth, is carried out in two ways, through mortification or death, whereby the desires of the sinful nature are placed in submission and vivification, vi vivification or life, whereby the life God has placed within us is made into a spring of water welling up to eternal life. That is a mouthful. This process then continues each day through what is called perseverance, by which Christians are continually preserved in a state of grace and are made to abound in every good work to the praise of God's glory. Ultimately, believers will come to perfection in glory with the soul totally purified will be cut up to dwell with only beings at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. While the spirit of God is the author of sanctification, there is one visible agent at work that must not be forgotten. Jesus said, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. There are many passages of scripture which prove that the very instrument of our sanctification is the word of God itself. Here is how it works. The spirit of God brings the precepts and doctrines of truth to our minds and then applies them through his power. These truths are heard by our ears and once received in our hearts, they work in us. Oops, they work in us too. Yeah. Uh, to will and to act according to his good purpose. His truth is the sanctifier. Therefore, if we do not hear mm, or read right the there. truth, we will not grow in sanctification. Let, let's read this one more time. His truth is the sanctifier. Therefore, if we do not hear or read the truth, we will not grow in sanctification. We only progress in sound living as we progress in sound understanding. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Never indulge error that conflicts with scripture as a mere matter of opinion, for no one indulges an error in judgment, for example, without sooner or later tolerating an error in his actions. Hold fast to the truth, for by holding on to it, you will be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. This is so good. Wow. Can you unscramble that for me? Yes. Okay. okay. So as we were <laughs> talking you. about yesterday, um, the importance of, okay. So Spurgeon made this big point about be sure you don't black backslide because then all the fat cows, the glory, the wonderful things that you've accomplished when those skinny cows come to devour them, you're going to forget about all those good things you accomplished, which means that when you are far from God, it erases all the good things. Mm -hmm. So don't be far from God. How do we stay close to God? By reading his word. That was what we gave the analogy of like a car wash. That's mm -hmm. what's constantly reviving us, constantly keeping us clean. Mm -hmm. So what he's saying in this, he's carrying it forward. And he's saying basically the regeneration where we become more Christ-like, where we go from glory to glory happens as soon as we are given a new life. So simultaneously at that moment, there is mortification 
putting to death the sinful self and vivification, which is giving life to this new spirit, mm. to this new creature. And he's like, and this process of death and life and death and life is happening by power of the Holy Spirit, but it doesn't propel forward without the the like the fuel that the spirit uses is the word. So if this if you can't call to mind the word, the scripture that the Holy Spirit can use to sanctify you, mm. you're stuck. You don't move forward. That sanctification process goes at a snail's pace because he can't because your mind is filled with so many um, fallacies and temptations and just nonsense that the scrubbing, the glorification, the life giving force is from the word. So if you can't call that up in your consciousness because mm -hmm. you're not hearing it and you're not listening to it and you're not reading it, then this process that the Holy Spirit wants to do in us isn't completed. This is similar to what they talk about in uh, Jesus giving parables that the non-believers have difficulty understanding what he's talking about, but believers know exactly what he's talking about. Absolutely. But what he, his specific point here is that you have to have, you have to on a regular basis, listen to it, read it. Um, so that when the spirit wants to talk to you, you will hear it because mm. he will speak in scripture. Because the word is truth. The word is what sanctifies us. So you won't be able to hear it because you've never heard it before. I got it. Does that make sense? It kind of reminds me. So, you know, the other day, of course, I have a dog training analogy. Great. <laughs> so I had these ladies over uh, to uh, talk about how we were going to possibly train their dog to be a detection dog. Yes, those cutie little Doberman dogs. There's yes, and um, and I was going to talk about the, the you know the process of how this all happens. One of them has a history in dog training, but what I did is I said, listen, I'm going to give you first before we do anything is a about a 45 minute class on my philosophy of training dogs. Okay, so that when uh, I'm done, you'll know what I'm talking about when I'm saying something. You'll 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 understand my process. So that it's not foreign to you because without that 45 minute class, if I would say something, they would not have any idea what I'm talking about. Okay. So it's kind of like a similar thing where I needed to bring them into my world of dog training. Okay. So they understand, understood the reason why I was doing stuff, the words that I was using and what they meant, sure. because without doing that, they, they would, they would have been completely lost. Yeah. I get you. Oh, all right. Very cool. Yeah. So how does this speak to you though? Now that, now that we understand it, um, I'm, I'm walking through this right now. Like the mm. Lord's really speaking to me because I have, I have noticed this because as I said, I was distracted for a couple of weeks. And so I just wasn't as yeah. vigilant as I should have been. And now that I'm trying to get back on the wagon, I notice that, um, I hear the Lord more because I'm hearing it back in the scripture. So I read something in the morning I'll hear it in a sermon in the middle of the day. And it was, I'm like, oh, wow, that's the same scripture I read this morning. <laughs> yeah. And so the Lord, as, I, as, I'm, as I'm calling this to mind, and then the Lord will send me a signal. Ah, why did I give that to you twice today? Like, it'll literally play out a story mm. for me because yep. I had heard the word, you know, and I, and I absolutely noticed that when I was not. And see, the thing is, is that what, 
what I really want to impress upon people that I'm getting out of this is that we're not talking about living a life of sin or backsliding. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. I'm literally talking about being like a Navy SEAL and making sure that you train every single day, that you're like an Olympic athlete, um, you're a Navy SEAL, whatever example that you apply, that you don't just train three days a week. You train every single day because that's your life. And so um, to me, that's what I'm noticing is that this is a discipline we have to do every day. Like it's not a cliche that our pastors tell us, you should read the word every day. Right. And we're like, okay, I'm going to go through the, the uh, one year Bible and you just pick it up and like occasionally you don't read it. I, it, it is that everyday experience that allows you, I heard one, one pastor describe it this way. It says our prayer is us talking to God, reading the word, hearing scripture is God talking to us. Right. So if we don't, if we don't hear the scripture, he can't talk. Right. You know, so you, it's, it, that's, that's the importance of staying in that practice diligently every single day so that it's something that we stay in touch. We, we stay in touch with what he's trying to tell us each and every day. Yeah. And I understand like the, God's word is like food for our soul. And so we should look at it as a, some, as one of the, you know, like an important meal of every day. Right. Just as so we have uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, we need to do the same thing and have that same commitment to staying in God's word to right. feed our soul. Absolutely. But um, I didn't used to do that. No. We do that now. We do. And we, we pray uh, way more often. <laughs> I know that I do. I pray way more often. Uh, and, and it's also, we feel it when we don't. Like, uh, I, that's that's the other lesson. That's the other lesson. It's it's prayer and it's reading. Yep. If if I don't make a conscientious effort to pray through every morning, um, the 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 day can go gets off the rails. Yeah, just like when you don't eat, you get hangry. Yes, you get prangry <laughs> or crazy. <laughs> yes kind of praying lazy. i just made myself lazy. laugh i just made myself i, I gave you myself a little yeah i mean gave myself a little giggle there there you go <laughs> what do our friends say oh they say they have all kinds of stuff to say cindy uh, says, says she agrees that god's word is our spiritual food and spiritual nutrition and oh, it's cleansing yeah. to our spirit amen yes. maybe i just stole that from cindy <laughs> <laughs> i wish i would have seen that earlier uh we know God's voice because we're his children and we learn his voice in the Bible. That is his word. Amen. Yes. Yes. Every day. <laughs> yep. Navy SEAL kind of training, Cindy says, a lifestyle and it becomes who we are. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely true. Like going to the gym too every day. We, we find these things that we want to do that please us. Yes. Uh, being God's word should please us, Amen. but we want, but we want to do it because it pleases him Amen. too. Also, uh, so it's like I 100% relate to what Hedy is saying. Yay, nice. I'm glad. Cindy says, Yep, connect to God in conversation, prayer. Amen. And Carrie says, I have to pray every morning because I get interrupted otherwise. Yes, yeah. yes, actually, so important. <laughs> I got interrupted today, but I went right back to it. After did you really? I did. I said, I'm not getting out of this bed. That's what that's the thing I tell myself now is like, 
I am not getting out of the bed until I prayed and done my Bible reading. And I, I, because I've, I've, I learned, I tried to do the whole get up early and get out of bed and I end up meandering around the house somewhere. So now I just make sure that I grab my glasses, I lie in bed and I don't leave the bed until I'm done. Good practice. I like that. So let's hear what Jim has to say on this particular. Uh, is that the right one? Yes. Okay. In our Christian walk, especially during difficult trials, it seems it would be easier to simply die and go to heaven. How many times have we prayed for the Lord to just take us home Oops. and leave all of our troubles behind? Yet only two verses before Jesus prayed, sanctify them by the truth. He says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. Then he prayed, I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. And we read that last, uh, I think it was yesterday too. Mm. Dear believer, when times get tough, remember, Jesus prayed for those, all those who will believe, meaning those in the future, such as you. And he prayed you'd be protected from the evil one. So walk in faith, knowing he cares, and that he is in the process of perfecting you to reflect God's glory. 2 Corinthians 3.18 Oh, Father, grant me the gift of contentment in this life. <laughs> and may I have a great passion for your word, which you are using to sanctify me. Oh, yes. So true. Grant me the gift of contentment. The greatest of all gifts, the gifts of contentment. I got to say again that I think that you've been granted this, that, that gift of, of peace and contentment and and calmness occasionally you mean i mean it, it may inside <laughs> you may you. be fighting it <laughs> but uh, exteriorly i look very calm yeah you look very calm oh, nice. today's one of those tests because it, it was uh you know i have a daughter who never shows up on time and <laughs> oh, uh, i just took a nap <laughs> <laughs> and then it throws everything off and then there were other plans that other people were going to come and they decided that they weren't going to show which then we bought all this extra food and so but but all of that i'm used to and i just kind of like eh, whatever and the, 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 but i know that you're not if i got used to it yeah but i i'm, I'm waiting like oh this is going to be the thing <laughs> oh this is gonna, and then you just you, you had that smile on your face yeah it was pretty it was pretty impressive thank you that is that is a gift, and I'm glad that you are receiving it. I mean, it's it, I, I prayed a lot this morning. Yeah, I prayed a lot. <laughs> I did. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I prayed a lot, and then, um, <laughs> okay. So uh, everybody knows me and Andy are on this carnivore diet, and uh, my problem was I was distracted by like forty thousand carnivore videos because I can't <laughs> do anything without getting a PhD in it. So I had to learn everything there was to know about carnivore, and so it really. I was like, okay, time to, time to stop. Okay. Uh, and so I'm back to my, my usual YouTube playlist of sermons. And uh, I got to Remnant Radios. They did, I have to tell you, honestly, this thing was a masterpiece for me. I geeked out for like three hours today listening to this thing. Because <clears throat> for those of us who have no formal education in Bible theology, they broke down the Biblical, the uh, Christian denominations in an hour and a half, literally starting from the advent of constant, the Nicene Creed in Constantinople all the way to modern day. And I was like, oh, my God, I never understood these differences. I never understood why, why are the Roman Catholics called Romans. 
Like, why are they called Catholics and why are they called Romans? I mean, like, just the simplest, oh. like, they just said Lutheran, the, the Protestant Reformation. What is the Nicene Creed? What came after the Nicene Creed? Oh, my God. It was, and I was just so happy that when, by the time I came home, I was like, oh, this is just, you know, like, I'm good. Yeah. Hamburger, no hamburger. Hot dog, no hot dog. I'm good. You, were, you were fed God's word. I was you, fed you, you God's word. It was awesome. Wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't yes. know this. You didn't share any of this with me. No, I just geeked out all by myself. Wow. Well, thanks a lot. <laughs> Cindy says, I get out of the bed and get that puppy to the yard to avoid the accent and then pray. <laughs> she has me trained. The dog. Look at that. Yes, it's easy to die with God, but hard to live for God. Mm. Amen. So true, Carrie. Yep. Lisa agrees. All right. We got a lot of scripture. Let's get to it. John 17, 17, which we read. Yes. All right. And then you have 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. And again, Pastor Jack mentioned that on Sunday, too, that that regeneration occurs now. We are living in that body right now. That's the trip, right? Is that we're in that body, that new that life. That was life now. changing when I first heard him say that, that eternity right? started once I was born again. It's I, awesome. I, yeah. And that's what Spurgeon's saying here too. Mm. It begins at regeneration. That's awesome. And I so we're that. basically living life backwards now. Oof, I'm getting younger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I lost another pound too. I'm down to 202. Look at that. Pretty awesome. Uh, Galatians 5.16. So I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Second Corinthians nine, eight. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Amen. Mm. John four fourteen. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up unto eternal life wow jesus amazing ephesians 1 13 through 14 and you also were included in christ when you heard the message of truth the gospel of your salvation when you believed you were marked in him with a seal the promised holy spirit who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are god's possession to the praise of his glory thank Amen. god are his possession yeah first thessalonians 4 17 after that we who are alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air mm. and so we will be with the lord forever it's gonna be so fun it's a reverse bungee cord right <laughs> so <laughs> cool philippians 2 13 for it is god who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose it is God who's doing it. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. Cool. So true. Second Timothy 1, 13. My path. It's a lamp to my feet. Hold on. Oh, you got to go back. <sighs> the lamp for my feet and the light on my path. So what is the distinction between being the off. lamp? Huh? 
Sounds like his feet are made of fire, of light. <laughs> that sounds like your word is a lamp is for my fire feet. or is the lamp? Is a lamp for my feet and light my path. So you're holding it down so he can see where he's walking, where he's going. Right. Oh, your okay. word so is the, the lamp for my feet. Yes. That's the visual, like a like a kerosene lamp or whatever. Yeah, okay. To see where he's going. Second Timothy one thirteen. When you heard from me, keep as a pattern of sound teaching what you heard from me. Keep as a pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Paul's advice. Romans fifteen sixteen. To be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles. That was his role. Paul. He gave me the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God, so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God sanctified by the holy spirit mm. good stuff there snooks really is carrie says i have watched that at i think dtbs hedia on all the denominations dtbs what is dtbs mm, don't know tbs is uh, the turner broadcasting oh <laughs> i think i don't know so maybe i'm uh carrie saying she's watched a version of it Mm. on the division of the denominations um to me it was like taking a, a christian history class all summed in like somebody took the you know three mm. years of study and boiled it down to an hour and a half oh, and i was nice. like oh cheat notes i love this <laughs> I, had a, I got a graphic and everything yeah i think the biggest for, thing for me has been the uh the newness that to me that the Bible has, even though if I've spent 40, 50 years, you know, doesn't that make it, I don't want to, I, I mean, I know there's a better word, but magical. Isn't that what makes it supernatural? Supernatural. That it's the same book. Yeah. But I, I've never, read it it's almost like, right a, over, yeah, but it's new. It, everything's new. Yeah, I love it. It's I, so I mean, cool. even the, the old stories, I'll find stuff in them that uh, like, wow, I did not, I didn't have any clue that that was even in there. Right. And I know that I've read it before, right. or it's either been read to me before. Um, Eyes to see and ears to hear. But there's so many new things. I mean, I, you know, in the middle of the night, I'll, if I can't sleep, I turn on that Bible app and it's reading stuff that I'm just going, wait a minute. I know that I've read this book before. Why does it sound like I've never heard any of this stuff before? Isn't that amazing. And so that's what I love. I love the, I love how fresh it is and uh, the new um, meanings I'm getting out of it, um, which is clearly meaning that he wants me to have now before I was interfering, making or, up my own stuff. It didn't have, or didn't have yours to hear it. Yeah. It just sounded like blah, 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 blah. Exactly. So it's awesome. I love it. And Lisa says book of instruction before leaving earth Bible. Still my favorite acronym. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really cute. I, I like that. that. And her favorite book. Yes. And. It is a living word that touches our spirit as we grow in new ways. Yeah, it's just a. It is. Um, it speaks to us, and it speaks through us, and it speaks in us. Mm. Like it literally. Um, again, going back to that analogy on why we need it for the sanctification process, it's literally refining us internally. Mm. it's i love that yeah it's a it's a really 
supernatural. It's washing us as white as snow inside and out. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Yes, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything about Independence Day that really is important to you to um, remember? Anything that uh, comes to mind in, as far as our great country? Well, I, I have a little bit off. of a, I have a little bit of a funny to say. Uh, we Andy have bought a ginormous flagpole uh, that he has installed in front of our house. It is amazing. It really is. It really is amazing. And so my daughter was like, uh, that looks a little excessive, don't you think? And I said, I said to her, I said, no, we are patriots. And she's like, oh, like she rolls her eyes at me. And I said, listen, if it was not for this country being your home, you'd be shipped off on a on a on a carriage ship. <laughs> Wrapped up like a money, my mummy sold to some old man at 45 years old. <laughs> I said, so you better be very, very grateful for this country because that's what makes you free. And she's like, oh, my God, mom. But yeah, it is sad. In it, But in some ways, especially for her, it is quite true because um, had she been uh, born in her father's country of birth, which is where she was and where I was pregnant, you know, yeah. if, if she ended up born there, mm. um, he very well could have done that. Mm. He could have taken possession of her and there was nothing I could do. Yep. And so she knows when I say that, I'm not kidding. And I was like, you, do you understand that it's literally a twist of fate that you're born in this country and you are free? Because, you know, things could have gone very differently. I could have not escaped over the border before the bridge blew up. <laughs> And you could have had a completely different fate. Right. So that's my 4th of July story. Mm. Thank you, America. Yeah. No, I think that's a, it, it kind of coincides with the, uh, the thoughts I have about our, our country is that the sadness uh, of so many people, young and even in their 20s and 30s. I mean, I know to us, 20s is young, but, but I mean, kids that, that should be aware that this country is the is the greatest country on the planet. That it's the the least racist. I know they want to call everybody racist, but if you 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 can't go to any other country, uh, maybe Canada is the only one that may be a little bit crazy. It's a little crazy. They're, they're monolithic. Of yeah. Other country. Yeah. There, there's the there's nothing part, like you know? our country. No. They they are have been really lied to and led to believe that cops go out and hunt black people, which is not true, um, that there's these, all these LGBTQs are being killed, which there's only been 26 um, uh, deaths in the last two or three years that they have been able to record and I've been able to find. And every one of them, except for one, I think it is, was they were killed by somebody that they knew, a, a, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or you know, a family member. Um, and the other one was a robbery gone wrong. And it wasn't about them being LGBTQ. It was that they got killed in the midst of a robbery. So they're also being told that, oh, the, you know, LGBT, they're being killed every day. And, and so it's just yeah, you, you, you hear these things and then you, you kind of are sad that these children, uh, would, no matter what age, teen, 20, 30 years old, have this complete myth about this country. 
and what and what it's like to live in this country. Do we have problems in this country? Yes, because we have people in it. Do we have problems in churches? Yes, because there's people in the churches. Yes. <laughs> but overall, you, you can't find another country like ours that was uh, uh, built off of the word of God um, in, in many ways. If you look at our constitution and the, the, um, you know, the, 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 um, the founders of our country. Uh, yeah. And uh, they knew that if you, if you take God out of our schools, you take God out of our legislature and out of our legal system, that we're going to have problems. Right. And very clearly they made that statement. So hoping we can turn it around uh, at, at some point that they can um, learn about this country in a better way. I'll make sure they take care of stuff. Yeah. We'll be out in a minute. Sorry, our, <laughs> our, our family is getting ready to leave. Um, okay. So that, that's, uh, that's what my hope uh, coming into the next year. Yeah, so hope you all enjoyed a wonderful 4th of July. We're yeah. going to say goodbye to our family members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see you all tomorrow. Yes, God bless you guys. We God love you. God bless. Bye. Take care. Bye.